Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of On Record. Grace, how are you? I'm good. Life is busy with midterms and everything, but the warm weather has been great. It's really made me feel like it's spring. I also somehow got a sunburn the other day, which is fun. (laughs) Painful, but (laughs) reminded me of summer. And I'm just excited for spring at UVA. No, I totally hear you. Honestly, I've been in the mindset of if the sun is out, then it's going to be a good day. And so far, that's stuck true. So I'm not bad about it. (laughs) With the weather getting warmer and everything, I've been thinking about my favorite things about spring and also summer in Charlottesville. And one of those things is the farmer's market. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with the farmer's market. I used to go almost every Saturday with my roommates. Do you go to the one on Water Street or do you go to Ix Art Park? I actually used to only go to the one on Water Street. I didn't know about the one at Ix until like this fall. But um, when I went, it was super fun. I think the first time that I actually went was in the summer. Ix is definitely now my favorite. I also used to only know of Water Street, but Ix is by far, I think, my favorite farmer's market that Charlottesville offers. Which is funny that we're talking about this because we'll actually be having a conversation about how Ix Art Park came to fruition and what Ix is all about in general. Oh, that's so fun. If you're a part of the Charlottesville community, I'm sure you've been to or at least heard of Ix Art Park. Home to hands-on interactive art, beautiful murals and sculptures, a stage for musicians, and a venue for events in the community. It's also surrounded by a lot of local businesses in Charlottesville and some really fun restaurants. It is open to the public seven days a week, and as the park puts it, a place for the, quote, community of the weird and wonderful in Seville here to transport you back to the sense of freedom, wonder, and imagination we were all born with, end quote. I don't know about you, but I've always wondered about how the park came to be. It's in this huge space that's right near downtown. Do you know it was there before? No, I hear you. I was confused about that at first, but what I found out was that Ix actually used to be Frank Ix and Sons Textile Factory. Their textile factory was founded in 1919. Frank Ix and Sons, which was originally based in Union City, New Jersey, but in 1928, Frank Ix Jr. moved to Charlottesville to build the third and eventually largest of their mills. The mill used to be known as the Silk Mill, as the factory produced grige goods, which are knitted fabrics in the purest state, meaning before they're dyed or bleached. Ix and Sons held a large role in the area, especially during World War II. Instead of producing bolts and fabric, they switched to nylon parachutes. They were even awarded the Army-Navy Production Award by the Undersecretary of War four times for their work producing fabrics that were essential to the American effort in World War II. It is reported to have been known for its, quote, fairness and warm family atmosphere. Most employees stayed with the mill for at least 25 years, end quote. In 1999, things took a turn. The textile market plummeted due to overseas competition, and the demand for their work was no longer present. The factory went from 1,400 employees to only 150. They eventually shut down the mill, and it remained in its current place as an abandoned textile factory. In 2014, Ludwig Kuntner and Brian Weimer came to revitalize the property. Kuntner was a local developer, and Weimer a local filmmaker. They transformed the abandoned and broken-down warehouse to what you see today when you visit. Colors, murals, sculptures. Today, it's a welcoming environment that fosters creativity for people of all ages. There's been a lot of event programming that has taken place both outside and within the old warehouse. 
They produce over 250 events a year in the areas of music, film, visual art, family-friendly events, and events promoting diversity and inclusion. Luckily, you can find that information and more on their website as well. Ix provides immense value to the Charlottesville community with their mission to, quote, spark creativity and inspiration in people's everyday lives, end quote. They received their official 501c3 status as a nonprofit organization in September of 2019 and opened Virginia's first immersive art space, The Looking Glass, in January 2020. We spoke with someone who is well-versed in all things Ix. Alex Bryan is the associate director of the Ix Art Park Foundation. When we spoke over Zoom, he was surrounded by smooth walls with a dark presence, yet a pop of color dispersed throughout in both painting and lighting, similar to a cave-like setup. Turns out, he was actually in the space of the looking glass. Hello. Hey. Hi. Thank you so much for meeting with us. We're excited to talk to you today. Yeah, of course. Where are you in? Um, are you at Ix right now? I am. I'm in the, the looking glass. It's, it's behind me. It's poorly <laughs> That's framed. That's what I thought. It looked like it. I haven't gotten to go yet, but it looks really cool. I do want to get a chance to go check it out. Okay, so first, we'd just like to know a little bit about who you are and what your name is and a little bit about where you're from, I guess. I was born and raised in Richmond, Virginia. I came to Charlottesville via UVA, uh, where I studied music and biology. I came out and I did some community work. I, I worked at Monticello running the Heritage Harvest Festival. I used to be the managing director for the TomTom Tom Foundation. And yeah, I do a lot of things in the community, I sit, sit on a couple of boards. I'm the, the secretary for the African-American Teaching Fellows. I'm on the board for Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And I am on the board for the Friends of Charlottesville. Could you just elaborate a little bit on what it's Ix Art Park actually is for those that might not know exactly all that it entails? Yeah, absolutely. So Ix as a place really got started in 2014. It was just a blank slate. And so the, the owners at the time were like, the best way to kind of infuse us with energy was to bring artists in. And, you know, artists were excited too. Like they see a blank wall there, it's a mural for them. And, and so we had a lot of people who were reaching out to us and saying, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? And in the early days, it was very much like, sure, you know, like do whatever, who cares? You know, we really wanted to focus into like, how can you take public spaces like the XR Park and use that for structurally uh, building community and building creative ecosystems. So empowering artists, empowering community leaders, exposing young populations and populations that wouldn't typically have exposure to it, uh, to art, and especially like world-class art. So like where I'm sitting right now in the looking glass, there's only a handful of immersive art spaces in the country. And we were the, the first and for a very long time, the only in Virginia. And now, you know, we have people from Hampton Roads who are coming up and they're saying, oh, how did you do this? How did you do this tech? How did you, uh, you know, make the wall look like a cave? And we're able to share that information and to, you know, help inspire a new generation of artists that are more inclusive and more accessible. And I think that's really where it gets back to. You know, our mission is to inspire creativity in the everyday. And, you know, in the everyday means every day. And so part of that means we have to be as accessible as we can and, it, it, you know, we are aware that on each of our property borders are uh, you know, low-income housing, and we need to make ourselves as accessible to that population and, and reach out to them. And we, we have lots of partners who are helping us do that work and inviting them, you know, to the park, but also going to them and meeting them where they are. It, it's also important 
because you want to inspire this next generation. You want to give someone uh, a camera who maybe has never had a camera before so that they can take a photo and set off this whole career uh, of beautiful photo imagery or video work. Something that we're doing right now is like stop motion animation because it, it really encapsulates a lot of the storytelling that is so important in art, right? Like art is, it's just another form of communicating and it's getting my thoughts to you. And so stop motion allows you, you know, such a precise control of every single frame of everything that you want in that shot. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful art form, if not like incredibly tedious and really challenging. And, and so, you know, this summer we have summer camps, they're targeted at kids. And part of our commitment is making sure that like half of those seats are taken with, you know, 100% scholarship recipients. Something else that we're trying to do with the art park and, and the spirit of keeping everything free outside is especially during like the farmer's markets where we have the, the vendors and things like that. We like to pop up our outdoor art bar where we have free art making experience either through chalking on the ground or watercolors or paint sticks. And a lot of that has been driven by our director of programs and education, Joe Vina. And, you know, his steadfastness, like, no, this is the thing that we should do. We need to be putting this out here. We need to make it accessible. You have to do it consistently because sure, maybe the first 10 days, no one comes by, but on the 11th day, if someone comes by and they have a great moment, that moment could be the thing that changed their whole life and changed their whole outlook on everything. And so, you know, for us, we're doing it for that 11th day. We're doing it for that one individual who is going to come by and draw SpongeBob on the ground and think like, I could do this. I could be an artist or I am an artist. You know, I think that's really what we're trying to convince everyone is that they are artists, even if they don't believe it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Um, how does Ix Art Park facilitate the different types of art that you guys have come in, such as musicians, such as poets, such as painters, how, what's, what does that look like depending on the type of art they're, they're focused on? Yeah, I think that, you know, like, how do we like sort, or, uh, like sort and filter the art and applications and things like that? A lot of it right now is really visual based. Um, you know, it's looking for local artists who want to do major installations or murals in the park. For the other performance arts, we've kind of pepper in some new programs, new events, Ix for a very long time when it was kind of this uh, Wild West organization it was very much like a musician would say, hey, I've got this piece and I want to do it. And it was kind of like, we have a stage, go for it. And now it's kind of like, okay, how do we curate this a little bit more? And I think, you know, it's all about saving that space. And so, yeah, you know, it's all inclusive and it's all, it's very difficult to try and make space for all of them, but it's so important that you do allow them all to be equal and allow them all to have space to breathe and grow and, and bloom. There's truly something for everyone, it sounds like. You guys have done a good job with that. Ix Art Park's mission is to make art more accessible for everybody in Charlottesville. That's part of the reason becoming a nonprofit organization was so pivotal, as they were then able to have 100% of public donations go towards their events and the creation of more art. The nonprofit status came after years of disagreements with the city about property taxes. This dilemma at times put the park at threat of being shut down. This is not the only time there have been rumors of Ix shutting down. There was not much other news surrounding the issue, so we asked Bryant himself. 
No, it's very clear the fact that it like, has such a tie to the community and its impact. And that brings me to my next question, which I have read some articles about the fact that X might be up for sale. Are you able to comment on that? And what information would you be able to share with us on that? Yeah, sure. I can uh, comment now. That is, it's a misnomer, essentially, is long and the short. There's no threat that X is going to be for sale. There's some long-term estate planning that was going on, which is why it had to get listed and assessed at a certain value. But honestly, the whole story was just kind of like uh, inflated from a local media person. And, you know, there is no story there. And to be, to be clear, the, the art park is a, is a 501c3 nonprofit. So like we can't be sold. The property itself could change ownership or whatever, but that doesn't mean that our leases go away, that anything changes really. But yeah, there's no intent for that to happen. Bryant, who went to school at UVA and who now works so closely with the community, we asked his favorite parts about living here and how Ix's mission is so impactful for the community around us. Bryant is not the only one who is a strong advocate of and for Ix. The Ix Art Park Foundation. I think that for me, what's really exciting about Charlottesville, and it's something that I think about a lot, especially with, you know, my one foot in Richmond, uh, my parents still live there and we visit a lot. Um, and living here is just how accessible it is to engage in the community and to, you know, kind of like be the change that you want to see. It's if, you know, if you don't like how X, Y, and Z is happening, or you think that this could do uh, a different way, like you can just step up and do it. And there's a lot of people who are, you know, there's a bunch of community builders and a bunch of people who are trying to make Charlottesville a better place and everyone just needs help. So when, and someone's like, oh, like, I'm happy to take notes. You know, something like as simple as I can take minutes for you. It actually takes a huge burden off and, and just helps alleviate a lot of things. So I, I just love how accessible it is to, to volunteer and to get involved in the city. Um, Absolutely. Thank you so much for speaking with us. It was really great to talk to you and hear about all the work that you guys do. Consists of many board members from different sectors of Charlottesville life most of whom are involved with the community in a multitude of ways. One such board member is Nathan Moore, who has a special tie to us here at On Record as well. He is also the executive director for WTJU, the local radio station here in Charlottesville. It's the exact station we're sitting in right now and where we record every week. Ix Art Park gives people the freedom to exercise their creativity and find their inner artist and both the UVA. Okay, well, hi, thank you so much for speaking with me. I really appreciate it. Of course. So if you could just introduce yourself briefly and kind of say where you're from and what your work is and what you kind of do right now. Sure. Uh, my name is Nathan Moore. Uh, my day job is I'm the general manager of WTJU 91.1 FM and also the sort of I launched and am the staff advisor for WXTJ uh, Student Radio 100.1 FM and the podcast collective, Virginia Audio Collective. I'm originally from West Virginia, uh, but I've been at UVA and the radio stations since 2011. So I know that your main role is for WTJU, but I also know that you hold a position on the board for XR Park Foundation. Sure. So curious if you could speak a little bit to that role. Yeah, I've been on the XR Park board since it incorporated as a 501c3. So WTJU started doing some events at Ix Art Park back in, I mean, before it was even like when it was brand new as an art park back in 2014. And then in 2015, we did a series of 10 free outdoor concerts over 10 consecutive Saturdays, which was a hell of a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ever 
since then, you know, I've had a, a good working relationship with the folks at Ix. I encourage them to to become a full on nonprofit. And so when when uh, the director of Ix Art Park finally did a few years ago, she asked me to be on the board. And I was like, great. And so um, so yeah, I'm I'm one of the directors on the board of directors. I think Ix Art Park is a, a totally unique space for our community in terms of this idea that 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 art creation is for everyone. And so to have a space where you can experience immersive art, uh, they are doing more and more arts education work, which I think is actually one of the best parts of it these days. And then also just this space for the nonprofit sector and everybody else to do like really cool community events that have some arts tie in. I think it fulfills a, an important role and, and hopefully can continue to grow. I personally, as a UGA student, love it, and I'm really glad that I know what it is, and I hope that a lot of students that don't know what it is do get a chance to go check it out. For those that don't know, could you just explain a little bit more about what um, a role, or what a board member exactly does for Oh, project? sure. So, I mean, uh, board members, like, I mean, any nonprofit board member has a few major functions they do. Uh, one is they kind of, like, you know, evaluate the, the, the CEO or the executive director, um, they also sort of monitor the finances and make sure the money's being spent responsibly. And then also just sort of weigh in on, on general strategic planning and programming direction. And so, you know, uh, a lot of that, I mean, Ix is still a fairly new organization. It's just a few years old as a, as a nonprofit and, and frankly recently expanded its board just in the last year or two. I mean, at first it was just like three or four of us on the board. <laughs> and you were one of the original board members? Yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, because uh, I was looking at the website and the, the members just kept on coming. There were so many of them. I was like, whoa, this is a oh, really yeah. good one, I feel like. Well, and it's actually two different boards. One is the, the governing board and the other is sort of an advisory board. And so the latter is sort of really advising on like, what would be good programming to look into and, and what sort of community partnerships should we do? And, and that's all important work. Uh, I'm on the sort of governance board, which is the legal board. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, you know, we got to make sure the organization is, is following the law and, you know, spending its money responsibly. It's kind of boring stuff, but honestly it is, I mean, compared to like going to fun events, you know, it's, it's, it's dry, but it's also, you know, I'm, I'm in my 40s now, and I really want to build organizations and build platforms that can sustain so that all the great things that we talk about, the, the, the democratic society where everybody has uh, access to, to, to beauty and to being heard and understood, where all these things can, can last. So I spend a lot of my time working with organizations that I think can do that. <laughs> What would you say is the most important part of the mission that Ix holds? Because we we they talk a lot about accessibility and mm -hmm. the interactive aspect, but you touched on education as well in the art field. So, what yeah. would you say the most important part of um, Ix's mission, or I guess the pride of the community that it is? I think you know Ix has like three or four sort of major different kind of programming areas. Personally, I, I think I'm I'm most excited about their recent amplification of art education programs you know like all the summer camps they're doing this you know, sort of outdoor art studio kind of model they've been doing during farmers markets just the idea that everybody can be an artist that we can all create beauty and have it in our lives i think is is a really beautiful part of its mission i agree <laughs> um, well thank you so much for speaking with me i really appreciate it you bet thanks ariana have a good one.
you too and wider Charlottesville community benefit. We had the chance to speak with an intern at Ix Art Park who is also a student at UVA. On Thursday night, Ix We attended that event to experience a little bit more of Ix. We pitched this story thinking it would be about the sale of the park, but instead we got to hear exactly why Ix Art Park should be and is here to stay. Ix Art Park gives people the freedom to exercise their creativity and find their inner artist and both the UVA and wider Charlottesville community benefit. On Thursday night, Ix had a free night for UVA students to attend the art park and the Looking Glass exhibit. <laughs> we had the chance to speak with an intern at Ix Art Park who is also a student at UVA. Okay, hi, we're currently here at The Looking Glass, um, and we're about to talk to Kim Din, who's a UVA student. Kim, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kim Din. I'm a fourth year student at UVA. Can you tell us a little bit about what, why you're here and what your role is with The Looking Glass? Yeah, so I started interning here last summer through the UVA Career Center. They have an internship program, and I wasn't matched initially with X Art Park, but I eventually found my way through. And um, I started last summer, and since then, I've been working here since and had a really great time. Can you tell us a little bit about X Mission and what, like, what your role as an intern? X Art Park is dedicated to like spreading art and making it accessible to, you know, everyone in Charlottesville. And and so my position as an administrative intern is to like make sure the back end stuff runs smoothly so that we can have these events turn up and like have people show up and like participate and you know really express themselves because like you know that's part of being human. Do you have anything you want to say to any UVA students who might be listening that haven't got to experience XArt Park? Yeah I think there's so much to Charlottesville and it's right around UVA and there's you know ways to express yourself here throughout your everyday life so even if you know, come out here, feel inspired, but also carry that with you outside. We pitched this story thinking it would be about the sale of the park, but instead we got to hear exactly why Ix Art Park should be and is here to stay. We hope you enjoyed this episode and get a chance to visit Ix Art Park to enjoy everything they offer. Accessibility is part of their mission. Go access it. Thanks for listening. This has been On Record, a podcast from the Cavalier Daily. This episode of On Record was written, edited, produced, and hosted by Grace Luarty and Ariana Aronson. This is like so detailed. I know. Look at that.